Hi there. I am so glad you are here with me today. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I'm so grateful that you are joining me because it means that you are going to jumpstart your marketing, and I've got two questions that are going to help you do that. Now, in case we are new friends, I'll tell you just briefly a bit about myself and why I'm here sharing with you about marketing your horse business. So aside from being your host here, I am also the owner of Storm Lily Marketing. And through that, I get the privilege of helping horse business owners like you turn their website visitors into their customers. We do that through great website design and content, as well as email marketing strategy and business coaching. My goal is truly to help you build a sustainable horse business because I know you want to be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And I love to help you get there and do that for the long term. And I get that not everybody loves or gets excited about marketing. And so that's why I will be providing you with step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos here on the podcast to help you not only see what's possible for your horse business, but also to guide you through that process and help you make it happen. So I have a question for you today. What do you think of when you think of marketing? Do you tend to want to go running the other way or maybe just completely change the subject or just say, I just don't have time for that? If you're like many horse business owners, the thought of marketing your business is scary or maybe intimidating, or frankly, it just feels a little salesy and not natural for you. Well, it feels like if you're going to dive into marketing, maybe that means you're going to buy a bunch of ads or you're going to have to go hire an agency to manage your social media, you know, just like you see every other successful business doing. Well, thankfully, I am here to tell you that marketing really doesn't have to be so scary. You just need to be talking to the right people in a way that speaks to them. That is what effective marketing is. And that, my friend, is how you're going to get a jump start on your marketing today. So I want you to grab your favorite pen and notebook, or of course, you know I love the notes app on your smartphone, or maybe a fresh document on your computer if that's where you like to take notes. The point is you're going to want to take some notes. Now remember, I will always have the highlights of the podcast for you over on the show notes. And so for today's episode, you can find that at stormlily.com slash 22. So you will get a brief summary there and the highlights is what I like to call it. And then of course, any links that I might mention, you can find those there as well. Okay. So question number one, that's going to give you a jump start in your marketing is who is my audience? Now do not write anything just yet. I mean, sure, write that question, but don't write your answer. Because one mistake that most people make when they answer this question is being too vague or too general. They're afraid to leave anybody out, so instead they include everyone. But what happens is then you have a watered-down message that actually truly appeals to no one. So you think you're speaking to everyone, but you're really not. So instead, what I want you to do is be very specific about who your audience is so that you know exactly who it is that you're talking to. And when you start writing down your answer to this question, I want you to go deeper than just listing the gender or maybe the specific industry. Instead, list out a variety of details that include things like age range. Maybe it includes lifestyle, specific location, family dynamics, 
professional role, you get the idea. Now remember, if marketing is talking to the right people in a way that speaks to them, then you're going to be talking to the right people when you know who they are, who your audience is that you want to talk to, that you want to work with. So you might hear this as a variety of terms in the marketing world in case you read other articles or blog posts online about this. You might hear it called target audience, best fit customer, ideal customer, but really they all mean the same thing. And so for our purpose in this episode, we are going to call this your best fit audience. Now, if you are in my five-day equestrian marketing challenge this week, then this is not brand new information to you, but stick with me because we're still going to cover a few things that you're going to want to hear. But I'm super proud of you who are in the marketing challenge, and I am seeing you post inside of our How to Market Your Horse Business Facebook group, and you're sharing how you're applying this and what you're learning this week and who your best fit audience is. So these next three questions you will be familiar with, but pay attention because I know you're still refining your process and refining your audience. So there are three questions that I want you to ask to identify your best fit audience. Your first question is, who have I worked with before that I want to work with more? Do you have a client or a customer that if you could just clone them, then you would be happy? You could have just more of that type of customer. What is it about that customer or that client that you really enjoy most? I want you to name some specific characteristics. Maybe it's some specific values or philosophies that the two of you have in common. Why is it that you work together or that you gel so well? Now, remember, this isn't always going to be that that person is like you. So I'm not asking you to name your characteristics. Name the characteristics of your ideal or best fit customer, okay? Second, what demographics describe my best fit? And we talked briefly about this. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to have a customer or client that never falls into this. Remember, the goal of this is to help you with your marketing. So I'm not saying you're going to say, I will never work with people that don't fall into this. That's not what it's saying. What it's saying is that you are going to describe your best fit so that when you are creating content for your marketing, then what you are creating resonates with that best fit audience. And then what's going to happen is that naturally others that fall into those similar categories will naturally start to come on board. But what this is going to do is help you to write the best content that you can that is more specific and that speaks more to the heart of your audience, okay? Because remember, if you try to write to everybody, then your marketing is going to fall flat. Okay, so your second question was demographics. And your third question to find your best fit audience is what aspirations does my best fit audience have related to my product or service? What dreams and hopes do they have for themselves and for their horse or for their horse, depending on what the product or service is that you have? But I want you to really think about those conversations that you have had with those customers and clients that have really enjoyed working with you and think about the ways that you have helped them to reach their goals and their aspirations and whatever that might be, depending on how it's related to your product or your service. And the reason is if you are already helping people to attain those things, then I guarantee you there are others that would love to work with you that want a similar result. 
And so you can include that in your marketing and your content, okay? So again, these three questions, these are like sub questions for you of the two questions that are getting you a jump start on your marketing. So remember the one question we're really focused on here to jumpstart that marketing is who is my audience? And so these three questions I just gave you are going to help you narrow that down, which is going to help you write content for your website, for your email marketing, for your social media, for your print materials, so that when those people read what you've written, they're going to say, yes, that's me. That's what I want. That's the person I want to work with. And they're going to know that you're the one that's going to help them get them the results, the dreams, the hopes that they're after. Okay. Now, of course, this goes without saying that you need to be able to deliver on your promises. So that's why I said, think about their aspirations and then think about the ones that you've heard before that you're already helping people to accomplish. Because I'm not telling you that you just need to put something out there that sounds good and that makes somebody say, yes, that's what I want. If you can't actually deliver on those promises or those goods, okay? So don't say that you're gonna help a competitor and their horse perform at their very best if your product or service is not going to do that, okay? Be aspirational, yes, and be truthful first, of course. Okay, so now that you know who you're talking to, it's time for you to figure out how you're gonna speak to them, and that is what question number two is gonna help you do, okay? So your first question was, who's my audience? Your second question is, what problem do I solve for my audience? Now, again, do not start writing just yet. We're going to dive into this one just a little bit so that we can go past the surface level. So first, think about the external problem that you solve and go ahead and list that. That's fairly easy, right? If you're a riding instructor, you're teaching people how to ride a horse. If you're a boarding barn, you're giving people a place to board their horse. You get the idea. That's the external problem. And it's typically pretty obvious. Now, Let's go a little bit deeper and look at the internal problems that you solve for your current and potential customers. Now, what are internal problems? Think of these as the frustrations that your customers are facing on a regular basis. Or, okay, thinking back to the aspirations and dreams that they have, maybe the internal problem is what's keeping them from reaching those aspirations and those goals and making those dreams come true. Okay, so let's go back to a real life example for you. Going back to the writing instructor, do you find that your beginning students are afraid to get started or maybe they're afraid to challenge themselves? Well, maybe you can help identify that and you can help them to become confident writers so they can enjoy their time in the saddle, help them to push past their fears, you know, what identify those specifically. Maybe you coach your students to believe in themselves so they can be their best in competition. Maybe you've discovered that is the problem that's holding them back, that you're best at helping. When you can speak to that, then you're gonna start to see success in your marketing. Okay, let's look at another real life example. If you're a boarding barn, then yes, as we said, you're providing a place for horse owners to keep their horse. But let's go a little bit further into that. You are enabling that person that maybe thought they would never own a horse because they don't have land of their own to be what they feel like is a full-fledged horse owner. So you're giving that person the ability to own a horse. That's a dream they never thought they'd accomplish. 
Maybe you're giving that favorite competition horse a safe place to live with access to the best and equine rehabilitative care for equine athletes. Maybe that's what you're doing to get into those internal problems and dreams and aspirations and hopes and all those things we just talked about, but you're going past the surface level. So do you see how that's different and how these problems and solutions, these real life examples I've given you, they go a little bit deeper. Yes, I know that this takes a little bit more thought. It takes a little bit more intentionality, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. Now, I do have a link that I want you to grab at the show notes that's going to help you with this. So if you're struggling to identify your audience's internal problems, on the show notes, I'm going to share a link to a list of 18 questions you can ask yourself to help you better understand your customers and those internal struggles that they're facing. Okay, so you're going to want to jump onto the show notes for that link. And it's not an article of mine. It's an external article, but it's very good. And I want to make sure that you have access to that. Now, I know that you know why it's worth it to take time to answer these questions, but let's just think about this for a second. When your future and potential customers feel like you get them, then they're going to want to buy from you because they're going to trust you even more. They're going to feel like, oh, she gets me. She knows what I'm feeling. She's got somehow, she's gotten into my head. She's figured out what my problems are and she's going to help me solve them. I want to work with her. I want to work with him. Okay. So these things seem simple at first, but I promise you they're powerful when you really start to implement them into your marketing, into your content, content, meaning social media content, meaning emails that you send out print materials, and of course, your website. Okay, so you've got it. You've got two really good questions that are going to help you get a jump start on your marketing. Can you believe it? I hope that you feel better about marketing now as you've made it through this podcast and you've got some concrete ways to apply it to your horse business. Because really, this should be your first step, getting to know your audience and how you solve those problems. And then from here, Whether it's any of those places we just talked about, social media, website, emails, print, you're going to know what to write because you know who you're talking to and you know how to identify with them on an internal and personal level. You're getting past the surface and that's where really good marketing happens, okay? So now that you know these two things, marketing your business is going to feel less salesy and it's going to start to feel more natural the more you put it into practice. So. I am ready for you to apply what you've learned here on this podcast. Go find your people, okay? And if you have any questions, as always, I want to hear from you. I love to hear from you. If you're in the challenge, then I hope this last bit of information has been extra helpful to you as you're thinking about your audience and the content marketing that we are talking about in the challenge. Now, if you are not in the challenge and you're hearing this and thinking, oh, I I meant to do that, I hadn't, well, it's not too late for you. Depending, of course, on when you happen to be listening to this podcast, is the challenge is March 1st through 5th. We are in 2021 at the time of this publication. So if you are still in the ability to go ahead and sign up for that, I would love for you to do that. You can just go to stormlily.com slash challenge. The recordings of each of the daily live teaching videos where I'm going live inside of the group are still available through March 15th. So you can still jump in and be a part of that challenge and apply what you are learning and see how other horse businesses are applying this to their business as well. And maybe that'll also give you another way to jumpstart your marketing. 
Okay, so again, remember you can jump on over to stormlily.com slash 22 to get the links that I've mentioned here as a part of the show notes and reach out if you have any questions at all, okay? Again, I'm so grateful and glad that you are here. I really appreciate you taking time to listen and I hope that it's helpful. And if it is helpful, will you let me know? I would love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and to shoot me an email because that really helps me to keep going. It reminds me that you are there listening and applying and learning. And I love that. I love to hear from you. I love to see how you're applying it in your horse businesses. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It will also help other horse businesses to find this podcast so that they know it's out there and available and can help them as well. Okay. All right, friends. I'm so grateful for you, as I said, and I will see you here again next week. Have an awesome rest of your day. 